Welcome, folks, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. So uh, this is going to be the first video of the new year and also the first video we've recorded in a while. <laughs> <laughs> long time. It's been busy. Yeah, with the end of the school year and then immediately after that, all of the holidays because <clears throat> winter is just all of the collection of the holidays all at once uh, has been rather busy. But we're finally back to do some some fun stuff and talk about, uh, I'm not going to say that, like one of the biggest movies of the year because I don't think it was that big. For some people. for some, Sure. For some people, it was the biggest movie of like three decades. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of just uh, public fanfare, I don't think it was the biggest, baddest movie around or anything like that. But... It was still a movie that's more or less in some ways, shape, or form, some ways, shapes, and forms, like 30 years in the making, which is a pretty huge fucking thing. Yeah. Like. It was a big deal. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't guessed, we're talking about uh, Star Wars, Episode 9, Rise of the Skywalkers. And, uh. Which isn't really a Rise of the Skywalkers. Not really, No. Um, I was expecting more, more Skywalkers <laughs> <laughs> to rise. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they th did the opposite of rise. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the, there's a <laughs> there's one left, but she yeah isn't really. You know, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, the the big thing is that like this is the end of the of the trilogy <laughs> series of the primary uh skywalker storyline mm -hmm. you know from anakin becoming a huge dipshit to luke also becoming a huge dipshit to someone else saving the world which is uh <laughs> f fun story arcs all around <laughs> um, <clears throat> Uh, but yes, this this particular one is mostly about the the new uh, trio of heroes wrapping up this massive war and doing it in uh, honestly the least effective way possible, but still getting it done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the main like driving idea behind the plot is that after. Poe and Finn come back from some big fancy thing. They meet up with Rey and everyone gets informed that, oh, there's there's evil on the horizon. Palpatine is alive and everyone's freaking the fuck out mm -hmm. because that guy's the, the worst. Just objectively the worst person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they decide that they need to find some wave... Nope. Wayfinder? Mm-hmm. All right. So, something called a Wayfinder to help them get basically coordinates to travel to the Sith homeworld of lore and mythology and nonsense, where Palpatine 100% actually lives. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's, the, that's the movie. That's what it's... That's the whole thing that they're doing is just trying to find any information about this thing, where it goes to, and along the way they're having... Emotional moments, death-defying acts, all sorts of Star Wars-y shenanigans, <laughs> keeping them 
on the brink of almost dying each time. And, oh boy, this movie has a lot of, ah, this character is gone forever. Oh, no, 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 they're fine. (laughs) I only have a couple of those. It only has a couple of them, but there were two really big characters. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, that's 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 the whole that's the whole shtick. There's not a whole lot of complexity in the in the plot itself. Where any of the complexity tries to come in is in the development of the relationships between some of the characters. Mm-hmm. The side plots, yeah. Basically, like this is a movie that has a plot, but it doesn't really matter. It's getting from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Everything that matters is all the side plots. The biggest one that's been going on throughout the this newer trilogy is the weird romance between <laughs> Ray and Kylo. Um, he, they, they've been having visions and he tells her the next time we meet, you're going to hold my hand. I feel like you're going to take my hand and <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. It happens. And she doesn't take his hand. And she, she tells him later, I wanted to take Ben's hand. Not Kylo's hand. Um, and if you don't know, that is Kylo's real name um, given to him by Leia and Han. Um, <laughs> so it, it, there's this weird Romeo-Juliet thing happening. Um, and at the end, it's spoilers, but when they get to Exegol... Um, oh, that's the name of the place. That's the name of the place. The Sith um, Homeworld. It's Ray at first, Ray and Finn and Poe and the Resistance, and uh, you don't know what's happened to Kylo since the last time Ray saw him, but the scene did end with him thinking very thoughtfully, like really in deep thought, and he just chucks his saber into this raging ocean, and... uh, Huge waste of a lightsaber. <laughs> Eventually, he shows up to help her face Palp- Palpatine. Palpatine. Whatever. And, yeah, he he becomes Ben, basically. Yeah. He transforms back into his <laughs> his Jedi self. Yeah, he becomes... Because a... when he dies, he dies the way of a Jedi. Yeah, he, he does the, so... whole, whole, the whole Jedi disappearing <laughs> um, act. Well, he does save Rey's life um, and kill Palpatine, team, whatever. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so I guess he made up for all the Sith things he's done by saving Rey and killing the big bad guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Kylo Ben was existing for so little amount of time in this movie that I didn't really get a chance to, like, I don't know, see if he was any different of a fucking person. Uh, Like, he seemed a little less angry. But he like, seemed like the same person, just like, <clears throat> I don't know, less trapped, I guess. Also, maybe a little less trashy. Like, yeah. up, all throughout the movies, he's just been kind of like this, uh, like, just shitty guy who wants to date you and don't won't leave you alone. And then at the end of the movie, he's just like, JK, I'm actually pretty cool. And, uh, I d- I'm not saying I wouldn't have liked it. I just wish there was more time of him actually having been reformed and trying to fix things rather than the last five, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but we don't. We, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and it's like throughout the other movies, they try to make it seem like 
he doesn't want to be a Sith. He's just doing it because he's, like, being manipulated or, like, he feels like he has to. Um, but he's making these decisions. His, he could stop any second. Yeah. So it's not... It's like he's trapped by, like, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> like, he's been in on the dark side so long that he's just... He is chill with it now. Um yeah. Yeah. But he did. He tells Ray, uh, "I can't go back now. Not after what I did. Well, you killed your dad. No <laughs> duh. Like, uh, he didn't just kill his dad. He's also the reason that his uncle died. Yeah. And as you find out in this movie, he's the reason his mother dies. Like, yeah. He did, he doesn't directly kill her, but she dies to save him, basically. Yeah. So." And essentially, in this movie, the same thing that happened to Luke happens to Leia, where she, which Leia's gotten pretty strong with the fucking Force. Yeah, she didn't do it. She, it wasn't as powerful as Luke, though. So, no, because she was already kind of die. Kind of dying. <laughs> old age was coming for her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like she could still hear and sense him from across the goddamn universe, mm -hmm. and then was just like, "Hey." From wherever the hell she was. <laughs> and it distracted him long enough to help him get stabbed and be reformed <laughs> emotionally and mentally. So, like, I don't know. That's pretty, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. She, she basically sent her emotions to him. Her thoughts. <laughs> her death was to be expected. Because, like, unfortunately her actress is also passed. Uh, so that wasn't a big shock. In any way that she was going to die this season, in this finale. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that she died helping Ben get back to being Ben was cool, but also made it so that he was... He didn't have anyone. any reason to be alive now. Yeah. He, every Besides single, Ray. Yeah. And nobody really wants that. No one, no one wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's the reason all of his family died. Mm -hmm. As they were trying to like reach out to him or whatever <laughs> so like that's that's pretty fucking ridiculous but uh, this this time it worked this last time yes with a little help from his uh ghost dad mm -hmm. that he might have been imagining because he's definitely not he's not a, a jedi he's not a force ghost so like mm -hmm. that had to have been just i'm going a little crazy because my mom and family are all dead and it's my fault yeah um but yeah they defeat Palpatine and they go home to their to this planet the resistance has been on and uh everybody's happy and they're gonna build a new new home and Poe is the new general yeah. uh, Leia left everything to him which yeah I like Poe I really like Poe that seems like a horrible idea who else is she gonna leave it to I know I mean, Lando's there he'll help yeah um, and then I guess, you're, I guess that's fair. Just... And Ray goes back to desert planet and hides the two sabers mm -hmm. deep in the earth. <laughs> yep, she forces them down into the into the sands on the the planet where Luke is from with the two sons, the name of which I don't remember because, as I'm sure everyone's guessed, I'm not a big Star Wars dude. <laughs> I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. Uh, that being said, I still you know. 
like like movies and watch them. So, uh, yeah, it 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 ends on them recreating the scene of Luke staring at the two sons with Ray in his place, and uh, she at the very end is when she declares uh, that she is gonna go on existing as Ray Skywalker, uh, which is fine. That's cool. Yeah, you wouldn't want the same last name as the guy who tried to yeah. end the galaxy. So. No one's going to go around and be like, I, I'm Palpatine. How's it going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. It's like, there's no one around whose name is Hitler anymore. Like, that, they've all changed their name. Yeah. Like, that family name stopped existing. <laughs> Tangent aside, uh, yeah, that's that's the movie. That's the the bits and the pieces there's cute moments where everyone's almost having a romantic moment where people are getting closer to other characters and drama is happening and poe keeps trying to not finn sorry finn keeps trying to declare his love for ray while she just keeps running off to meet with with uh kylo but other than that like (laughs) everything's you know just happening it just keeps on trucking along, um, and it closes off on a honestly pretty lovely scene. Uh, I gotta say though, the, this movie is mostly fan service more than anything else. It's a lot of really interesting callbacks to different uh, parts of all the the movies and the lore and all sorts of things to really you know, tie everything back together and remind everyone all of the different cool things that have happened in almost every other movie. But, and I'm not saying that that's wrong or anything like that, but it is a little weird. And I'm not sure, maybe it was better for some people. Cause like I said, I'm only slightly a fan. Like I, I, I like this, the, the series, uh, the, the, these final three of the trilogies, I think were my favorite of the trilogies. And I know that's not a popular thing, but like, I, I like them a lot. Uh, so like, I'm not a huge fan. I'm just enough of a fan to have gotten a few, if not quite a few of the references, but I know there were a lot, lot more. Like I knew enough to know when something was a reference that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, maybe if someone got all of the references, it was, a little more heartfelt, a little more like a, hey, fans, goodbye. <laughs> Where instead of like a, all right, well, we just have to give them everything they want sort of thing. Like, I don't know. From it's from only getting a few of a bit of it, it sort of just felt like, well, you want this, right? So here it is. Mm-hmm. Rather than like a love letter, which maybe that was what they were going for. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> but anyways, uh. Want to tell me about maybe some of the the less good parts for you? Because we should definitely end on a high note. Because overall, I still think it's an okay movie. Yeah, it was good. It was fun to watch. Um, It's a movie that you could play in the background or um, just watch it because it's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would watch it again for the plot. I'd watch it again because it was just kind of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. It, the movie felt like they were making the search for the Wayfinder and 
uh, getting rid of, you know, the Sith Lord, um, second hand. Like, they were like, here's the love story, story of Kylo and Rey. Also, there's this other thing, but who cares about that, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's, I can see that. And, uh, I just, throughout the, the trilogy... There wasn't much of a love story. Um, I in this one they made it feel like it had been building up for a really long time, and that they were very like emotionally attached to each other. Mm-hmm. I know they could talk to each other through the force and everything, so maybe they could also share emotions through the force, like they could feel what each other was feeling. Um, but at the end, when they when he saves her life, and they kiss, <laughs> that I felt a little. It felt like they were just catering to fans who shipped it. You know, mm-hmm. like it didn't feel right when they kissed. Like she was happy that she was alive, obviously, and that he was alive for a minute, and that he was Ben. You know that he was. He, he had come to the light side now, but I don't know. It just felt weird. When, when did she have the time <laughs> to fall in love with him like that? Yeah. Like, no. to care about him is one thing, but to, like, fall in love with him enough to, like, want to be intimate with him like that, mm-hmm. I don't know where that came where from. Where that came from. It felt very, like, oh, well, here's a kiss. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree. It definitely felt like a... Here you go, Raylo shippers. Mm-hmm. Have a good time with this. Not that like it matters. He's dead. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it was. It felt off because, like, in the previous movie, uh, number eight, which incidentally is my genuine favorite. Uh, also, not a positive opinion apparently. <laughs> but anyways, in that one, they show Kylo and Ray establishing a relationship. And then immediately showed the rest of that relationship up until it ended. Like, that felt like an entire relationship from beginning to end. And when this one picked up, it sort of felt like it was still undecided. Mm-hmm. Where at the end of the last one, it was like, oh, no, it was decided. She said, you said no. And she was like, well, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that's the thing. It just didn't feel like it was quite on the same page as where their relationship had left off in the last movie. Yeah. I don't know. They were just trying too hard. So uh, what was one of your least favorite things? Okay. So one of my least favorite things has to be the shift in theme between uh, the the eighth and the ninth movie. Because the ninth movie was all about not having to worry about who Ray was and that lineage wasn't important anymore. It was about not having to need, not needing that legacy to be the next hero of the, of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Sort of like any, like in the Spider-Man shtick, like their, their long running uh, theme is anyone can be under the mask. It can be you, me, anyone. 
And it sort of felt like that was the same direction that the last movie was going in with that sort of, uh, with that sort of message of anyone can be the next great Jedi or Sith or anything. And that, that sort of, that felt really interesting to me. And they even showed these fun little scenes with a strange child on planet whatever with a broom showing off a little bit of potential for the force. And it's like, that's going to be the next main character of something. We don't know what or why, but that's going to be an important person. Who are they? Literally no one. Does it matter who they are? No. Mm -hmm. And that was really cool. And this movie went in sort of the opposite direction (laughs) where everyone involved was a legacy, either a Skywalker or a Palpatine or something. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate the message of even if you're a legacy, you can go a different direction. You can break off from what you're intended to do and become something better. That's great. That's wonderful. I just felt like I'd seen that more often than I've seen. Are you a nobody? You literally no one at all? Doesn't fucking matter. Pick up the lightsaber and go be a goddamn Jedi. Because why not? Mm-hmm. So I, I was just more excited for that message than the one that we got in this one. I still think it's a good message and it's a powerful one. And I think they did a good enough job with it. I just was a little disappointed in the, in the change. Yeah, I mean, we can't have both movies be about the same thing. No, but all, all three of the movies of the... Well, all three of the trilogies are about legacies are about people with these, like, long-standing destinies, where it's just like, ah, there was a, there was a prophecy about a powerful kid from whatever, you're, you're that kid, you have this, this, this destiny, and then it's about Luke and his sister, just like, you have this legacy of power that you have to come to, uh, to conflict with, you have to bring back like good value to your family name or this or you know that sort of thing where this last season this last trilogy was still about legacy it was still about the this family who's caused all this havoc who's caused all of this even good stuff to happen they've still just been integral in all of these events and it's it's sort of come down to the downfall of these people to the end of this line and that's why the last movie, the uh, the Last Jedi, I thought was going to be an interesting thing where maybe the Jedi Order ends and maybe Luke is the Last Jedi and instead they go in a different direction and something new happens. Because then it executes the idea of following a legacy until its eventual end and starting new. And this final piece of this movie, the of this trilogy, could have been instead about subverting your legacy it could have been about establishing a new one and creating a new direction for the world i don't know maybe maybe that would have been less impactful to some people maybe that would have let sort of left a bad mouth a taste in their mouth regarding like what happens with the skywalkers that's very possible i'm not i don't know anything about what i'm actually saying i just know how i feel about it and i know that i would have preferred to see uh, a a more directed message saying that just because there's a legacy and there's a destiny and all this that it doesn't have to be you like 
that doesn't have to be the guiding principle for this universe, for this thing. You don't have to, just because you're not part of it doesn't mean that you're not going to be great. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Or instead it was, at the end of it, you did have to have a legacy to be a part of something. You can subvert it. You can be a better person than you were intended to be, than people expect you to be. But if you don't already have a grand destiny ahead of you, then you're not going to have one. And that that left a bad feeling in me. And that that's that's kind of what I meant. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I understand that and how it would make you feel not great. Yeah. Because, like, let's be honest. Everyone's the main character of their own, like, story. Because we're living creatures with our own minds and we focus on ourselves. But knowing that, like, we read stories and all these things about people who are the chosen or the the actual main characters of something. And in the light of, like, the stories we read, we're nobodies. So having a story dedicated to the revealing of nobody being the main character, that's, I think, important. I think that's an interesting way to invite the audience to fantasize about their own potential in a way that here's this legacy story doesn't yeah yeah yep (laughs) so what about you is there any other things that you really didn't like that you feel like you want to talk about or is everything else kind of more yeah okay um no there wasn't really too much that i was against um it was really fun uh other than the her being a obviously the uh <laughs> the granddaughter of a Sith was like yeah okay <laughs> um but it was pretty good um I don't really have anything else negative to say about it um I don't think I um watched it with as much I don't know intensity as maybe you did because I I don't know I don't have a lot of deep emotions or thoughts about it um but i can tell you that i really liked all of the creatures um one of the things i like about the star wars universe and any you know well-written good um space adventure is the creatures and i really liked the uh all the aliens that they included in this one a lot of the um the creatures that were used for like hauling things like we would use horses or cows or bulls uh i really liked all of those like the weird giraffe looking ones or the bear looking ones they're cool yeah no i i agree wholeheartedly uh the star wars aliens are some of the ugliest (laughs) creatures i've ever seen and i really like that about them because like yeah I feel like if I met an alien, I would probably think it was super ugly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that it was neat. to uh, That's something I've always appreciated about Star Wars is just how hideous some of their <laughs> their characters can be. And some of them, like in like the Star Wars, the Clone Wars TV show or whatever, they, they had a lot of these main characters who, or a lot of side characters, I guess, who were... Some of the random aliens that you see, some of them are still, again, ugly, but they're super cool. It's like, oh, look at this bug-eyed, weird-mouthed-nosed 
fly creature. He's a master Jedi who can kill you with a blink. I was like, okay, why not? <laughs> you don't have to be pretty to be a, a Jedi. You just have to get shit done. So, so that's something I, I want to really agree. It's it's nice to see. Yeah. Um, I think all of the worlds and creatures that they have created is one of the reasons that it's such a big franchise. It's because there's just so much about it that feeds into your imagination. Yeah. That's definitely what Star Wars has done best, I think. Like, I don't think the original three movies or the prequel movies are as good as some people want them to be. I think they're fine. I think they're great, even. Just not, you know, magical. Like Yeah, but they were kind of... They weren't the first of their kind, but they, in this, a way they were. Yeah, like, they were definitely the most... The largest spectacles at that point mm-hmm. in time. Like, there had been other space things, but this one was bigger... Bigger, like fancier. more money put into it and more advertisements. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I think that's 100% true. I think it was one of the, back in the day, in the 70s or whenever, I think it was one of the most, like, funded sci-fi adventures because mm-hmm. at the time, that wasn't what made money. <laughs> so seeing that much money pumped into one is was surprising, which is, you know, good because now we're where we are and it's kind of a bigger deal. And... I wasn't trying to say that they weren't good or anything. I'm just saying I've looked back and there are things that when you're seeing it now, especially if you weren't like, if it wasn't ingrained in your childhood where I was, where I've rewatched some of it and I've kind of just thought to myself, that's not the best. <laughs> like that's not as impressive as the way people have talked about it made me think it was. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like it, a lot of work is put into the the creatures, though. Oh no, I, I I agree. I just I'm I just mean that like when I first watched the the original three, the original trilogy, uh, I was I don't know later in life. I was well into the the teens, and I had watched the prequels already because they had already come out, and I had watched them, and I had never really seen the original three. I think I'd seen chunks and pieces. And I think even to this day, I haven't exactly watched them beginning to end every single one or anything like that. But I've seen them in general. And I remember seeing parts of it and seeing the the movies and thinking that this is good. But I expected it based on like the things people have said about it for it to be more. And it was good. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be based on what people were saying about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, what was your favorite part? Or one of your favorite parts? One of my favorite parts. Uh, one of my favorite parts <laughs> is throughout the entire movie, and it's also one of my least favorite parts, it's the same thing. I like it and I hate it, is the fact that in this movie, throughout the entire thing, the thing that they allow the Force to do become extravagant. Like, it, up until now, it's just been like, oh, I'm gonna push this thing. Ooh, I lifted up a... T- uh, x-wing Ooh, and then in this one it's just like i'm gonna grab this entire transport thing i'm gonna heal a dying creature close a wound i'm gonna teleport this lightsaber across time and space like holy shit yeah. there's actual teleportation 
and all this other shit. And that was in, that was cool. Don't get me wrong, that was super cool. I loved, I love that stuff. I love big fancy space wizard powers. But at the same time, the fuck. <laughs> and it, it wasn't like explained. It was just suddenly, well, she's practiced a lot. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just so much. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. If they had been showing some of that off be- with the other two, with the other parts of this trilogy, like, ooh, we see Luke and holy shit, look at all this wild stuff he can do. <clears throat> and I mean, he did project his image across the world, across the galaxy, which was cool. But it wasn't as extravagant as it seemed. Uh, maybe it was, because in this one you find out that, because in this one, Kylo and Rey are having a long-distance relationship where he just keeps appearing in front of her in weird force imagery and pestering her <laughs> until she agrees to date him, basically. But uh, when he does that, they fight. They actually fight with real lightsabers mm-hmm. and destroy things and hit each other and actually have combat across space Mm -hmm. despite not being in the same location and i mean that seems extremely similar to what happened with uh with luke with him transporting his image across the the whole galaxy Mm -hmm. to get to that one place to fight against kylo or whatever and in that movie at that time it seemed as though he wasn't actually there seemed as though that wasn't what was going on and maybe this is a a retcon of that power maybe this is establishing that he was there i'm not a hundred i don't know what's going on with that whole thing i just know that it has potential to recontextualize some of the abilities of some of the previous movies and some of the previous characters and what happened uh i still think it's really cool i just was surprising to see some of these big ass powers being just thrown about mm-hmm. uh i forgot i think one of the scenes we saw Ray like lifting up this big ass ship out of the ground or something. Where in No, Luke did it. Right. As a ghost. Yeah, as a ghost. As a fucking ghost. He just lifted the X Wing up like it was nothing. And like he was like dead. He's a ghost. Yeah, but he's part of the force. So he has the force yeah. right there for him to use. I yeah, okay. Maybe he's stronger now. <laughs> Who even knows? <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was it was interesting. I am excited. I was excited to see where some of the powers could go. Um, but I, it was a little shell shocky. Like, oh shit! I didn't know you could just heal a wound like that. I didn't know you could just teleport an item across space mm-hmm. by thinking about it. Like, the, I think the first scene where that happens, Kylo is sort of pestering Ray while she's at a festival, trying to figure out where the map piece is, and he's blah 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 talking to her and. She, like, backs up, like, hey, you know, chill the fuck out or whatever. And he snags up her necklace that some little girl put on her for as part of the festival. And he actually takes it and grabs it. And then in the next scene, he's giving it to one of his generals so that they can be like, oh, yes, this is from this location on this planet. They have this festival there. But he actually had it. And in my, like, that was the first time of the movie where I was like, holy shit, he actually just stole that. And it genuinely surprised me. And, like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Uh, 
So yeah. both a highlight and a <laughs> confusing, <laughs> confusing moments of of this movie were just all of this the spectacle of uh, the powers. So I mean, it it had its uh, issues, its baggage, but it was good. It made you feel good when it was supposed to. It made you feel kind of sad when uh, things, people died or were destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was upsetting. Um, yeah, Leia's so. death was actually really sad, especially knowing the connection with like her actual actress and all this, and like that's an impressive character nonetheless. And to watch the ending of this story or whatever, <clears throat> I found the ending of her character to be the most emotional part of the movie. Well, yeah. I think it was not only impactful because it was Princess Leia, but because she, the actress herself is mm. gone. Yeah, there's a scene with Chewie where he's just like screaming and crying, and I was like, oh, this this kind of hurts. <laughs> <laughs> this is hitting me right in the emotions. So, so yeah, there's definitely like powerful moments in it. Uh... And some silly moments, like, Star Wars has never been as serious as people pretend it is. It is incredibly goofy. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I, I really do. And there's plenty in this movie that was just like, this is silly. This, this is a, a ridiculous little thing. Uh, Poe, going back to his, like, uh, I don't know, outlaw country or whatever planet where the where he used to be some sort of drug smuggler and his interactions with helmet lady like they're all really silly mm-hmm. it's just like hey do you want to have sex he's, no he's like all right cool uh, you know it's just just ask him just figured it was important to ask and like it was all really dumb and silly but i, I had a good time with that like i like poe i think he brings uh, a reasonable amount of humor to the scenes that he's in even when they're not particularly funny like his character is very well sure why the fuck not there's space magic we'll just do that i guess Mm -hmm. and like i feel i feel that i feel what (laughs) poe feels in many of these instances where he's like sure why not he's like a a more likable han solo exactly which is obviously the intent but i dug it i was into it uh, I've never been a big Han Solo fan, and I don't know why. I know he's cool and whatever. I just never was. But, oh well. Uh, Poe resonates much more with me. And, like, he's funny. Like I was saying, like, he, he brought a lot of humor, and I really appreciated that. I like the, the goofy wittiness of Star Wars. Uh, also, Finn is just a lovable person. His character, everything about him is just like, I, I like him. I hope he succeeds. I want him to be a good, happy individual. That's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> There's not really any bad characteristics of his other than um, in the earlier movies when he was like too scared to do stuff. But that yeah. was when he literally suddenly was conscious, conscious of all of his life decisions. And <laughs> yeah. he was like, well... I just escaped, basically, (laughs) 
enemy territory, and I do not want to go back. Uh, they will kill me because of I am a traitor. <laughs> yeah. No, it made sense that he was scared as fuck. Like, he's been part of the, the bad guys. He knows what the bad guys do, so he's just like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> but no, it, it is nice to see him be a little more of a leader in this one. That was, I think, his character arc throughout the three movies has been the most uh, impressive because he genuinely is, despite after changing Ray's whole thing, he still is the nobody who became an important figure in this story, in this destiny. Mm -hmm. And that's nice. That's fun. Yeah. Poe, not, not as much because he sort of just is another Han Solo, which is fine. That's still cool, but it's, I don't know, a rehashing of the of the past in a way that's not as impressive as, look at this stormtrooper who ran away from, the, from this evil thing to fight against it. That, I think, made Finn a much more dynamic and, like, that's what made him so likable, mm -hmm. what made me want to root for him. It's just because his storyline was one of wow that's that's a big deal holy shit i hope this works out for you man <laughs> you know that's that's the entire like feeling of his story arc is i good luck i really hope you succeed <laughs> yeah and you think he's you know the only one who's ever done that but then they go to a planet and he finds a whole like i don't know village of stormtroopers that have turned their backs on the you know dark side i guess yeah and then there's bits and pieces of him maybe being force sensitive, yeah. maybe feeling the force a little. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I feel like that's because he believes in it so much and he has so much like faith and um, belief in the force that it's just kind of like, yeah, here you go. Yeah. Um, Like, if you, like they say, if you believe in the universe enough... And if you do good things and you, you know, have faith in whatever, then the universe will give back to you. Then maybe it's just like that. Maybe he's so in tune with the Force and such a believer in it that it just, he's become all sensitive to it. <clears throat> yeah. Not because of the midichlorians or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... I, I I enjoyed seeing that. I enjoyed seeing potential for more growth in that direction for him. Because Rey's cool. And I think she's going to definitely make a new Jedi order or whatever. And it's going to be a fine order. But like, I don't know. Finn has a certain softness to him that I think would make him a great like mentor to tiny children. I mean, he'll probably help with that. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's what I'm excited for, is thinking that that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. Him and Rey and possibly whoever else creating a new Jedi Order. Mm -hmm. That's that's exciting. That's interesting. That's fun. Uh, yeah. So, I think we're pretty much done talking about all the stuff. There's one thing I want to mention. What? Uh, the ending of this. It was interesting to see her like destroy that whole thing and do the big fight and i was excited to see maybe the sith be ended 
because that means something new is going to be an issue because the name of this series is still Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be a war somewhere in the stars, but it might not be with the Sith anymore. Maybe something else will take its place and use the dark side for whatever means, but it hopefully will have a different, I don't know, ritualistic symbolism than what the last one had because I I just never was into it. I never got it. And uh, I I think that this ending being so, I don't know, in, def, definite, like they were on the this like l- mythical homeworld and they tore it down. They fought the guy. They took it down. They took him down. They took down his fleet of massive ships who all had <laughs> Death Star cannons. And it was so definitive. It was so absolute that it sort of gives me like this feeling of there has to be something else. There's got to be something new. The next thing isn't just going to be the Sith again. It's going to be something unique. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I wanted to bring up the ending again is because like that this whole thing happened <laughs> and it's such a big deal because there's got to be genuine like movement and direction in the star wars universe to something that they hasn't existed before and that's going to be cool to see something altogether new is something i'm excited for so that that's why i like the ending despite it having weird things and whatever dumb romances and kisses it ends with this idea of something else happening something that we can't just predict based on lore being established because it doesn't exist yet. And that should be real interesting for whatever this franchise goes to do. If it if it does continue forward, maybe it's just going to do one-shot movies of characters from the past. Who knows? <laughs> but if they do go forward, that I think that's where it's going to go. Some showing where the balance comes back in. Because there's still a dark side. Someone's going to be feeling it. And they're going to make something out of it, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I think this is a solid, like, B movie. Not a B movie. Like, if I gave it a grade, it's like an 85 out of 100, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's good. I just wished it had gone in a different direction. If it had kept sort of the same idea as the last one, I think it would definitely have been more of an A. I think the way it was shot was great. I think the actual combat and all of the the cool set pieces were spectacular. And I thought the character relationships and interactions, for the most part, were spectacular. But I think its message was a little clouded. I think it went in a less impressive direction. So yeah, that's where I'm going. 85 out of 100. Okay. Um, I might go up a little more just because, I don't know, I, in the Star Wars movies, I, I don't know, wasn't really looking for a message. I was just looking for, is this fun to watch? So. <laughs> yeah. And it is fun to watch. Like, I'd watch it again. Not right now, but I'd watch it again. Mm. I would need 
to have some sort of motivation to watch it and also time because they're so long. It's pretty long. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, hefty movies. Yeah. But yeah, uh, especially if this is, I don't know, something that you've been waiting for since the 70s. If you watched the first one when you were a kid and you're here to watch the ending of this incredibly long series, this probably this is probably something really special. Like I think the the callbacks resonated more with you if that was what you were looking for. Uh, so it was it was good, but not the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. I think that's it. I think that's everything. Which means, uh, goodbye. <laughs>